0: everyone very very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan live session which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities so we're going to um sort of break down a little bit um the i suppose the net result really from friday's um pretty choppy job numbers to be fair um we're not too surprised that the actual job report was was pretty messy um we are a little bit surprised at the actual price action which followed so let's break it down for you in a little bit more detail uh, good morning everyone and just to let you know guys we're going to take a break um from wednesday onwards we're shutting down for the summer of summer break um august is uh is historically um an awful month to be trading um volumes are low um, volatility is quite quite low and uh you can get an awful lot of erratic moves so we often every summer we take a little, we take a few weeks off and um that's what we're doing from this wednesday the 9th of august and we'll be back on tuesday the 29th of august so um we're having a little break now in august and we'll be back uh to normal from um from tuesday the 29th so um we we would be advocates as well of of you yourself taking a little bit of a break from these financial markets um you do need to kind of come back fresh somewhat in in for, for what's likely to be a very um interesting trading environment from september through to end of year so um a lot to digest a lot to break down um but let's go ahead and do it um so please see our risk warning currently up on screen and just be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. Okay, so all probable traders they need to consider a series of uh, important uh, elements when trading, and that's of course uh, trade selection. Which markets do we want to be trading, at, and, and more importantly, why are we trading in those particular markets? Where do we don't want to enter and, and exit? Looking at sort of levels, um, how do we manage risk? Trade management, important feature in trade psychology, all very, there's a lot of education involved in all of these elements, but um, we do address these considerations from a practical perspective every day in our live trade rooms. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in our our trading approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital. um, And of course, patience shouldn't be something that should be sort of overlooked. It is really important to be quite patient in these markets, especially during these current conditions so um that's all very very important okay so let's start with a review of potential market moving news then so just to just to touch upon last week's um uh, jobs numbers uh we just go back and i'll take you down to uh, to last friday so i suppose what we can do is to just show you the, the sort of the contradiction that these markets are trying to work out If we go back to wednesday's adp numbers we had um uh, we had this adp non-farm employment change so private sector numbers we're expecting one hundred ninety-one thousand jobs to be added which would still be quite a relatively strong report um and it came in 324 so um much higher than expected um i suppose it kind of triggered a little bit of A little bit of selling. Um, We had the BOE uh, on last Thursday, just just to touch, uh, raise rates twenty five basis points. Um, Unemployment coming, unemployment claims coming in in line with expectations. But look at this new event, news event here on Friday, um, which is the fourth of August. Um, We were expecting two hundred and five thousand jobs to be added, which again is a historically speaking, it's a relatively strong expected job number. And it came in below expectations. So 187,000 uh, jobs that be added. Um, that still seems to be a relatively strong number. And what we're seeing with them um, with average hourly earnings is they're sort of remaining stubbornly high at 0.4. We're expecting a bit of softening that didn't come. Um, so people's wages are growing. Um, and the problem with that is the more people that have jobs and the larger their wage is um, is growing which it is growing at the lower end um, it just means uh you know people are more likely to pay these higher prices so it's kind of inflationary in nature um and the unemployment rate is actually ticked lower so quite a strong jobs number the non-farm employment change number coming in below expectations not hugely just marginally and we've actually got a lowering unemployment rate and people's wages are growing so we would have anticipated that that the markets would have reacted um a little bit negatively to that event and uh what we actually saw um sorry let me uh Let me bring that up again. Sorry, bear with me a sec there, guys. Okay, so you see our um you see what i was just referring to there so uh wednesday's non-farm employment change number coming in way above expectations up at 324 um and the non-farm payroll numbers here we're expecting 205 we saw 287 with a much lower unemployment rate and a much um higher uh, average hourly earnings uh certainly above expectations So the impact that that we think that would have had on, on these markets was probably a net bearish move. And unfortunately, we saw a net positive move. Let me bring up the charts here so you can see what I'm talking about. So, okay so so we would have expected um this market on friday to uh to actually turn quite quite bearish off the back of that news event but unfortunately that's not what we saw we initially saw a very very aggressive move to the upside uh, across all of these markets this is a this is um when you have uh, a very significant um, long tail uh, at the top end of the uh, the bearish candlestick, you can see for a period we went through a bit of a rally. Now I'll just share with you the S&P 500 because it's the same across the board. Um, if I take you to Friday's so we would we were down at these lower levels and and we started to see off the back of that news event well don't forget we would have expected some selling but we actually saw some very significant uh rallying and and some buying creeping in and the problem is when we get price action like this I mean clearly traders were chopped up on Friday's event and um you know we ourselves had a couple of trades a couple of small sided sized trades and um when prices start moving sideways like this fail to make new lows and then starts to reverse off the back of uh um i suppose what we would regard as quite broadly speaking a bearish news event we have no idea how how bullish, this market is going to remain. And it just so happens, we kind of got um, got up to 45.30, let's say. So we pushed, you know, we we cleared it, you know, a good 10 points um, after moving sideways for so long. Now, this is a a level that most traders would use in terms of stop loss placement above the uh, forty five thirty which we ourselves would do and then once we pushed up those once we sort of broke out to the upside, we then saw a, a full breakout trade kick in and then we saw the best part of 45 minutes of really aggressive selling and we actually closed by making new lows. so we're in the right we were in the right trade in the right direction um, but this sort of extreme volatility, um shouldn't really surprise us anymore but we did see that um really aggressive selling uh kick in very much in line with our expectations but as you can see all occurring in the latter few hours of the trading day so from sort of seven eight o'clock in the evening on friday we then start to see all this selling start piling into this trade and um so this is how I suppose um uh, cruel this environment can be sometimes because we were you know quite significantly selling uh, these markets and so right trade right direction wrong time so this is this market manipulation we're talking about this is uh this is one of the reasons why we prefer to take a little bit of a a break during august because things like this are more likely to happen um uh than um than in normal market conditions so interesting you know we broke higher as well with um with the with the dow jones we were in the dow jones to the downside as well so again right trade right direction wrong timing Uh, everyone got chopped up in this trade as well same situation for the the nasdaq although we haven't we haven't started to break below thursday and friday's low just yet in in the in the nasdaq but we're looking for you know will these markets begin to roll over in line with our expectations again um sometimes you need to get into a trade maybe two or even three times on rare occasions uh, before you can make profit on those trades and it looks like we do need to, to get into these again if these prices start breaking and rolling to the downside but difficult market condition to try and navigate now um, eventually on Friday we did see oil. We were looking at oil above this eighty-two twelve. We did marginally get above it, and then now we've rolled. Well, we're rolling back down to it now. Gold. Um, again, we, we we saw a strong reversal off the lows. Uh, we started to make new highs, and now that's beginning to unwind, and we're just beginning to roll back over to the downside. So we can probably have that dollar strength trade to life again after um friday's again s- quite strong reversal so again really explosive day on friday to the upside really aggressive euro against the dollar dollar selling off pretty much across the board uh and now that dollar is seen to be retracing friday's moves so the thing about this move now is that the the, the stronger dollar and weaker industry markets is actually still in line with our expectations. We're not getting any real. And what's going on in the bond markets is also another thing, which is quite interesting. Just to let you know, we will be looking for a little bit of dollar strength, very much in line with Friday's, um, uh, price action. We'd expect further upside, uh, dollar CAD, up at these high levels, so we started to see. We didn't see, um, in fact, the, the price action in the dollar CAD on on Friday didn't make too much sense either, because we started to see, you know, strength ultimately um, in in the dollar CAD on Friday. Okay, we did roll over, and, and it was looking quite bearish at one point so just really choppy markets for traders um as we closed out the week um and we'll be looking for look, look at the highs of the aussie dollar and the new zealand dollar they're pretty much bouncing off the monthly lows so we'll our expectation as things stand right now is to still expect this rollover trade to the downside it's it's not looking like a great trade just yet and uh, we i mean we were close to some of these uh take profits uh, on friday and thursday we're still in the aussie dollar we, we weren't taken out of the trade just yet um so hopefully we will get some further downside so um a couple of losing trades on friday due to that sort of erratic volatility and uh really choppy market conditions where we're actually where we actually closed out In line with our expectations, which are virtually lower, but it just chopped everyone out of the market. Um, So the euro pound, um, we don't really like it. It's just in a sideways pattern, really. Uh, Euro yen. It looks like the yen's got um, a couple of uh, lower highs now to sort of navigate to see if we get any further upside in here. We, we very well may not get further upside. Gold, our bias would be lower. So we've got mixed mixed signals across the commodity markets. Unfortunately, a little bit of mixed signal across the, um, the bond markets as well. So what we have is We've got basically a two-year U.S. Treasury note pretty much drifting sideways uh, since um, since June. Towards the end of June, we kind of got up to these highs. And we have pushed a bit higher. We've rolled over as well, but broadly sitting around that sort of um, 4.8, 4.9 level um not really making any significant progress and if you compare and contrast that with the 10-year which is the longer the longer term sort of risk profiling it, it seems to be uh, increasing um and on Friday actually we saw some spike higher and then we saw that pullback uh, across the 10-year and what it means from an inversion perspective is that the, the yield curve is kind of flattening so we're not seeing such extreme um uh risks we're, we're seeing that risk although we are still very very inverted you know to the tune of kind of 75 basis points we were inverted to the tune of around 100 105 there at one point uh, a week or two ago so that we're narrowing in terms of inversion but we're still inverted we still expect a recession this is what these markets are saying to us um, if we look at the S and P 500 um, on on a daily time frame, um, these markets are saying to us that 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 we should be um, that these markets probably should be softening and selling off, and uh, as you can see, they're kind of in this little very significant bubble uh, with prices really quite expensive up at these levels. All right, so um, so. In terms of our trade plan, then um, let's bring up. Okay. Okay. So that that that's the. Uh... That's the 10-year treasury note, uh, the 4.07. You compare and contrast that with the two-year. Which is the Uh, 4.82 level. So um, you can see the differential between the two is... um, it's not that great. Uh, sorry, it's, it's it's slowly reducing. Okay. Sorry, guys, we're having problems with our with our screen sharing, It's really quite annoying. Right. Okay, so just to wrap up then, uh, in terms of our trade plan for the day, um, I suppose broadly speaking, we are still quite risk-off. Let's just say... uh, Risk-off market conditions with uh, with U.S. non-farm payroll numbers. Okay. So our um our sort of market summary uh, is that we're still seeing risk-off market conditions, although everyone got chopped up on Friday. Um, with a strong U.S. non-farm payroll job numbers, us um, uh, driving that that sentiment. Meaning uh, the Fed need to kind of roll over, um, potentially need to push rates higher, uh, which is that will have that sort of bearish impact on these numbers. And we think that's the narrative that's likely to prevail. Um, so we are looking for for further US industry weakness and we're looking for uh, further dollar strength actually as well. What we'll do is we'll just put in gold below 1936. So gold so below 19.36. Okay. Okay, so that's that's kind of our trade plan. Um, we haven't seen an awful lot to kind of change our view on these markets actually. Uh, what we have seen is excessive volatility. Um, wouldn't be overly unusual at this time of year but you know it was pretty savage there on friday um as explained so we need to sort of navigate kind of around that and that's why our, our trade size is lower at the minute that's why our um i suppose our uh um that's why our trade frequency levels uh, have been lower um for a little while now um, with a view of getting back to kind of some form of normality hopefully in September that's kind of the plan so taking too many trades and trading higher size right now doesn't really stack up for us to any great extent so those are the ways in which we can mitigate our downside exposure the last thing you need to be doing over the course of August is, is seeing you know a sizable impact on your P&L um, so try to avoid that where possible um okay i've just posted that into the chat box there for you guys and um just to let you know like if we're talking about um and and maybe the the inflation number might have more of an impact on these markets uh rather than the jobs numbers but the job numbers are indicating that the fed will need to remain a little bit more hawkish so we are looking for risk off indices lower dollar higher bond yields which are I suppose moving sideways at best, really, um, with with commodities, potentially gold rolling over to the downside due to that higher dollar or that stronger dollar. So that's the narrative that we're kind of focusing our attentions on at the minute. Any questions, feel free to post them. Um, So look, on that note, thanks very much for joining us. Um, We do Tradies Markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m. and again at 12.45 p.m. Uh, these are all uk times so check your local time and uh, for more information just go to the live and we'll speak to you there great stuff guys on that note um we let you go and speak to you soon bye for now